Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, this particular interview I'm excited about. Because this week, the annual shopping frenzy will get underway as we celebrate Thanksgiving and the countdown to Christmas. Now, are you looking forward to the madness this year? I am not. However, I will be in it because I love the joy that I find on the faces of others. Or are you more cautious as the country continues to get a grip on staggering inflation numbers? Oh, we're going to talk about that. Well, we wanted to get perspective from someone who looks into the mind of the customer for a living. And as a senior consultant at Forbes magazine, Blake Morgan recently wrote about trends we could see this holiday season. The author and consumer experience futurist helps us dig into dig into the truth. She joins us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, Blake. How are you? Hi. Good evening. How are you? I am doing very well. I'm excited this year about Thanksgiving and the Christmas season. Um, And I am the one who has been very frustrated with inflation and so many other things. But I want to know where you stand with where we are right now. Some people started shopping um, very, very early. I know I did. I started in about July and some people even earlier than that. Is that a good idea? Well, I'm looking at the customer experience angle, and basically what we've seen in the last few years is a move from consumerism to a move toward the experience economy, where now, especially post-COVID, people value experiences over things. So many people, not only are they struggling to just pay the bills, you know, they're tightening their wallets, places like Target and Walmart. But they also realize that life is short. COVID came out of nowhere. We really don't know what's coming around the corner. You can't take your stuff with you, but your experiences, your memories, and your relationships, nobody can ever take that from you. And so so I think that we are seeing this move toward the experience economy. As far as consumer trends, yes, people are still still shopping. Brands are now making it easier to get, uh, take advantage of those deals throughout the whole month of November. But what I cover are more interesting angles from the brand perspective where brands are actually changing their approach, considering what's happening in the global uh, world and economy. It's so true. In fact, when it comes to brands, I have a son who loves his brands and he stays true to them. Even if they go up on their prices, you name it, he stays true to them. I used to be that girl. I used to be the one that would really stick with the brands. And as my life went on after two children and now three grandchildren, I have to tell you, I have completely let the brands go. I'm looking for quality. 
whatever that is. And if it doesn't have a brand name on it, I'm okay with that. So the experience that you talk about, I remember having those experiences where you could go into a store and look around and it was beautifully decorated and, and you would go around and find ornaments and so much more. And then you would say to yourself, oh my gosh, this is why I come to this store. I can take my daughter and my son to go and get ginger cookies with other children that I don't know and their parents. That's an experience I loved about Christmas. Thanksgiving, it wasn't as much so. And do you find that to be true? Yeah, I mean, historically, Black Friday was the time when at sunrise, people would get together with their family and friends and sprint into the store um, for deals that lasted only 24 hours. Um, Since Black Friday, you know, now we have Cyber Monday since 2005, where People can still get those deals the Monday after Thanksgiving. Now brands are just trying to kind of get away from typical Black Friday sales and really do some different things, whether that's actually taking a stance on a social or environmental cause. I mean, rampant consumerism hasn't necessarily been great for things like the environment. You know, brands are now just starting, especially more modern brands that caters to millennial and Gen Z, you know, they're thinking more about their impact, about how can they take something like Black Friday and do something different with it, whether that's donating money earned on Black Friday to a cause that they care about, or even shutting down their their website sales and just actually redirecting consumers to uh, swapping websites where they can swap the product so you don't necessarily have to buy something new whether it's Google with the hashtag Black Owned Friday, where they're highlighting Black Owned businesses so people can easily find those Black Owned businesses near them. And just so many brands now don't want to even do Black Friday because it, it's that idea of the stressed out consumer making rush purchases, that rampant consumerism that not isn't necessarily good for consumers for people and it's not good for the environment and it's really an opportunity to do something different to stand out and be different as a brand you know blake it's the truth it used to be that black friday was so exciting people couldn't wait to get up with their families and go however things began to really turn about two years ago when we started seeing more violence uh, in the lines where people are saying i want that computer i want that new um uh, tv i want this i want that and they will fight over it and stomp over people and it was like a a mob you know taking over so you are absolutely right on that so how do we heal from that and move forward this year I think this year, brands really need to be empathetic to a consumer that has just been through a lot, and things are not back to normal fully. I mean, I'm sure everybody listening has been to a store, restaurant, or hotel, airport, where, you know, even workers are stressed, they have little patience, and it's just tough out there. So I think the brands that really show that empathy, whether that's an experience in a store or something um, through their website or social media that have open arms to a stressed out customer that is looking for an experience that makes them forget about some of the stresses of this world and makes them smile and also helps them celebrate in the way that they want to because not everyone celebrates Christmas or has a traditional Thanksgiving. And so I think today the modern brand and consumerism is about more than just transaction. It's about thinking about how do we make people feel and then creating a brand around a mission, not just with the sheer goal of short-term profits. 
Well, I must say my generation, we um, tend to, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a little older than you for sure. Um, and I must say that I was the one who really um, enjoyed getting on the internet, internet at first, especially during COVID time. Oh, thank goodness we had the internet. We could order everything and have it delivered to our doors. Um, but today... I am sick of it. I don't want any more bots telling me what I want. I just don't want any more of it. And so knowing mm-hmm. that, knowing that so many of the Gen Zs and the and the um and, and even the millennials, it's so true. They love it. And I know that they are spending a lot of money already online and I am not one of those. Are you seeing in these five generations that are in that are working together, are you hearing more about who is still online getting all their gifts? Oh, I think a lot of people are really preferring to even shop online, especially post-COVID now, because the digital experience of so many of these brands is so rich, because during COVID, we could not physically go to a store. And now Cyber Monday has become almost as big as Black Friday, and even superseding Black Friday in certain moments. So, yes, I think that this is actually a cross-generational thing where even baby boomers like my mother-in-law is like her phone is always dinging and she has so many notifications she shops so many brands she's always playing games I mean she is 61 but she's very much a, a savvy iPhone user who shops online so I think it really depends on the person I don't think you can necessarily say okay Gen Z and millennials always shop mobile or always shop online and and baby boomers don't. I think that it really depends on the person. But one thing across the board is customers today want to work with brands that make their lives easier and better, that think about how that individual customer is feeling, that personalize the experience. Um, But yes, I understand why you would be sick of all the boxes and the online shopping. It can be out of control. So what do you do? How do you make it work? Yeah, so for me, actually, my family, we are actually Jewish, and this year we are doing a Hanukkah tree. I have little kids. I have a two-year-old and a six-year-old, and we're just doing something different. I mean, we're just kind of taking some of the traditions of Christmas and just making it our own, and for Thanksgiving, I mean, we're just kind of keeping it small. I think you have to do what works for your family. I don't like a lot of stuff. It gives me anxiety. I don't. So I like to just be very particular about what comes into my house because, you know, I just love like when you feel like your home is a sanctuary, you're just you can think more clearly. So that's how we my family, we we live is just by focusing on simple pleasures, simple gifts, celebrating in the way that makes sense for us and just doing little things instead of feeling like you have to do everything just to keep up with your neighbors. You know, my daughter had a great idea, I think. She said it to me today with my three grandchildren. She said, you know, Mom, she said, I don't want this to be the year that my children get gifts. I want them to give gifts. It's not the getting, it's the giving. So even if she, my daughter said, I may go out and buy gifts, 
And they may think that they're for them, but no, they are for them to give away to others. And I just about started crying tears of joy because there has to be a a piece of that in us that will allow us to continue to see how um, these holidays that mean so much to us can gear itself to not just individual families and individuals, but to let everyone see that there's a way that you can do it where everyone wins. And I think this is one of those. Don't you agree? Yeah, and it's so important to teach your children about giving to others and selflessness because a six-year-old, even my daughter, I mean, the other day I took her to Barnes & Noble to pick out a book, but all she wanted was a stuffed animal, and she had a full-on tantrum outside the store. And I'm trying to explain to her, my daughter, Naomi, Naomi, in our family, we value relationships, family, ideas over things you know, material goods, they don't mean anything. But how do you explain that to a six-year-old? So it's about teaching these lessons to children about generosity, about the things that actually matter in life. It is not easy. So I think that it's really important for parents, especially to think about experiences over things. And even the old school, like my husband and I pull out Monopoly and do board games with our kids. Because, you know, with the screens and the families, like, it's very depressing to me when you go out to dinner and everybody's on an, a screen, an iPhone, iPad. Even at dinner, the kids are on the screens. And I think we really need to take a firm stand against that, against these technologies. So literally, these holidays are not just about things, but just about being together and, and giving people the gift of our attention. I so agree with that. So then tell me, how do we move on if we have been so frustrated over the years uh, with how we start to purchase online and not really seeing people as much as we should, not having those um, internal human examples of what Thanksgiving and the holidays uh, are all about. So I don't know where you start with that because it's so different now. Uh, I'm, I worry that I'm ex- I need that, that um, human feel. I need a hug or I need someone to just, you know, touch my face or, or you know, it's just another way to connect as humans. What would you advise us? Where do we go from here? I think we have to try harder to go out of our way to get those experiences with other people because there are such bad things that happen when you're lonely. You get sick more easily. Um, you just have that feeling of hopelessness. And even if you just go, I mean, to be honest, sometimes like even just going to the makeup store at Sephora and getting my makeup done, like personally, it feels so good just to have somebody, yeah, like you said, touch your face. It sounds weird, but to be honest, now you have to go out of your way to have these experiences. And I think that as time goes on, we need to be organizers to invite our neighbors in to get out of the house, to take our kids to go do things, go into nature and really reverse some of the unhealthy trends that were already happening pre-COVID. Then COVID, they got so much worse because we're just sitting home in our pajamas watching Netflix. We don't want to go out. Now we can go out, but we still don't want to because we're not motivated. So I love what you're saying about making an effort to get out and just even get your makeup done. Have someone touch your face. So true. So true. Blake Morgan, I have had such a great time speaking with you, a consumer experience futurist and senior contributor at Forbes magazine. Thank you for joining us tonight. I truly enjoyed it. Take care. Thank you so much. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.